Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns. What up? There's no Brian Thornton. It's the holidays, man. He had to go see his family. Missing half of the Burnstons. Still still here. Just telling you what's going on. Aimlessly walking around. I have no idea what's happening in the world of comics. I got nothing. Just nope. not here. It's not a, well, there's uh, Aquaman came out. Yeah, that was a thing. There's that. Like, you you saw that right? You saw Aquaman? I I, I did. Yeah, well, I did. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit. There you go. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, I highly recommend you go to intro.thatkinnerd.com. Uh, you actually get to hear the three of us learn a little bit about us, a little bit about the show, and then you can go ahead and dive head first in this episode. And uh, I think you should listen to episode thirty-seven. The, pod- the podcast, podcast awakens. awakens. Okay, so we talk about the Force Awakens. Well, since it was the holidays, I had time to go around the internet and find the weird, find the obscure, and then I ask for a tech perspective. And and I'm just starting off with this story right off the bat because uh, the the people I work with are just so happy about this, and I want to hit my head against a wall repeatedly until I see blood, and 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 then and then I die slowly, knowing that I'll never do this. Snapchat has finally made AR lenses for your dog. Yep. All right, so like filters for pets, filters for your pets. So like you can look like your 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 dog's putting their head through pizza or dreaming about dog treats or wearing glasses. I got to tell you, man, it seems to me like a solid thirty five percent of the internet is dogs and cats. Yeah. So, um, and people are nuts for their animals, and oh, okay, like I get it. Um. You know, if I had, like, a really cool cat, I'd probably take pictures. Well, I mean, to be fair, they specifically made this for dogs. So, I, I mean, I think it will work with a cat, but, like, the filter is all about the dog life, not not the cat okay. life. Well, people like dogs. I, that's great. I, you know, I don't I don't dislike dogs. I just can't have one. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I, I've, I've got no, I've got, look, I mean, I, how can you fault people? For being, uh, you know, dog crazy like they are. People are. They're dog crazy. You're taking all the fun out of hating this. You're just taking it all out. I don't see the point of hating it, right? I mean, uh, you know, uh, people, if I'm, you know, if I'm, if I'm reading this right, people enjoy, uh, for some reason, social media. Yes? Yes. People enjoy taking pictures of things that they enjoy. Correct? Yes. People like posting said pictures using filters on social media. Yes, I really don't appreciate you applying logic to this. Snapchat is one of those social medias that's like an instant gratifications type of thing. Sure, yeah. How does this not make perfect sense? I mean, have you been on Reddit recently? Like, there's... It's true. Everything is dogs. There's whole... Cats stopped working. Our awe. Our pets. Whole, Whole subreddit's devoted to... Animals. There's a shit ton, man. I get, a I get shit it. Ton. Listen, I just wanted to hate something, and now you're telling but me. Now I can have my dog it. that stopped working, but also he's wearing funny Poindexter glasses. Right. Like cool hipster I, dogs. You know, you can have hipster yeah, dogs. Uh, look, I mean this this makes perfect sense. It's not you know I like I don't really apply. I mean sometimes to the kids, I guess, but not very often. All right. Well, how about we can hate something? Can we can we talk about something that we can hate together? Oh, sure. Yeah, we're gonna hate something together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, th- this is the headline, and and I just want you to know this is not true at all. If you watch movies and TV on your phone, this thirty dollar device will change your life. Question? Yes. Uh, before I read this article, yeah. is this thirty dollar device mm-hmm. um, a 
uh, harmonica stand apparatus that holds the phone up in front of your face? No, it is not. Okay, because we talked about that before, and it would need to hold at least like three harmonicas. Yeah, three harmonicas worth of a phone. Yeah, right, right. We've talked, we've discussed this. Yes. And okay. for, for those who are new, harmonica is a unit of measure that we have for, for weight. weight. Right. For weight. Is that this? No. This is called the smartphone magnifier. And for $30, it is a wonderfully styled box that looks like a vintage TV. Simply slide in your phone and it doubles the size of your display instantly. Uh. Huh? What? Yeah. So, like, it, it looks it, it looks like an old TV. It's about the size of what I would assume would be a toaster. Is it going to... Oh, is it going to turn my phone into a 4 by 3 aspect ratio? Pretty much. <laughs> um, I don't... Right. Like it. Yeah. 2x the size? I've got a 10s Max. What is this? What are we talking about? It doesn't seem to, like, really tell me anything. These dimensions, 7.5 inches long, 7.7 high, and it's like four or four inches deep. Good. I mean, that's not that. I mean, it's not 2X my phone. No, I know. Just slip your device into the fully assembled retro styled cardboard TV and enjoy your mobile movies double the size of your display. Keep it in your bag, Josh, for impromptu screenings during your next camping trip, sleepover, or long car ride. Designed in London, made in China. Why? No, thank you. No, this is dumb. Also, what do you do about the sound? What? What do you? What? What? what, what like, how, how do you it comes out? It, it comes out the cardboard speaker in the front there. But that's no help. That doesn't help anybody at all. That's like putting your like like cupping your hand to get the speakers. Sure, it's better than not doing that. But is it like? Is it any better than you know just not using this at all? Your phone gets mounted into a cardboard version of a VHS, VHS tape. tape and gets inserted into the back of what appears to be a CRT tube right. with only uh, standard, you know, com- uh, coaxial and, and AV inputs, and, RCA AV. And to be fair, this is, that's just a sticker and, of that. There's, that's y- not actually anything useful. No, no, I know, I know. Right, what right, I'm right. saying is you would never insert a VHS tape there. No, no, you wouldn't. So why why even why the, why the ruse? Um, I don't know to swindle people out of thirty dollars. I guess it's on back order. By the way, it's on back order. I don't like it. This is dumb. Mm. Why? At least no, we can hate this together. Yeah, I I agree. This is we can look at this and say, oh, I wouldn't waste one harmonica's worth of weight in my bag for this this stupid. <laughs> well, device. I want to know why it isn't a harmonica holder that you know what I, puts the phone in front know. of my face. We also talked about that pizza thing that holds pizza and it's just in in a triangle shaped wedge of plastic, which is gross also. Right. Stop trying I don't know. <laughs> You're just dripping grease down your the front of your bodice. This is this, really all that's happening. This TV thing is so dumb. I'm talking about something that we talked about like probably a year and a half ago. No. No. Thank you. We can all hate on this together. All right, how about talking about something that we may like, though? Okay. How about a like, good palate cleanser? If we both agree this will be pretty cool. And a mousse-bouche? Uh, yes, absolutely. A little mousse-bouche. First, let's get a little sorbet, right? You know, get that cleaned mm. out. And now we'll have a mousse-bouche of a topic, okay? Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a mousse-bouche is, go go to YouTube. Figure it out. Maybe watch some Top Chef. I need you to figure it out. You'll, 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 you'll be welcome. Disney has uh, previewed how the new Star Wars Millennium Falcon ride will work and gave a little more uh, behind-the-scenes video for Disneyland's Star Wars Galaxy Edge expansion in 2019. So 
they released a video kind of talking a little bit about what Star Wars Land would look like. They gave a little glimpse into the ride, and I gotta be honest that, that we had heard and discussed some rumors uh, not too long ago about people who went to the ride and did like the beta testing for it, and and they were like, yeah, it's all right. It looks like they they took some some feedback because it looks awesome, and I want it now. I want it now. Is it a thing where you sit in a room and the everything under you moves around? So it looks like it's it's um. Or do they put you on a spaceship have and you, you fly into outer Yeah, space? so first off, you go into the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, right? And so let's, let's, let's sure, take sure. this a piece at a time. Okay. Let's break it down a piece at a time. Gotcha. You go into the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, which means this this ride seats three people, and the line is three years long? Four, so it's four people. Four people. Four people. I'm assuming that there are multiple cockpits to the Millennium Falcon. It's like the Simpsons ride, I would guess, at like Universal. Hmm. And you sit in the cockpit, but like there's nine other people in cockpits all around you, but you'll never see and them. It's, and it just whips you around. And then it, 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 it well, it, yeah. it's an inside roller coaster essentially of the fact that you're just moving up and down, maybe tilting left yeah, and right, but you're, not, you around. but you're not moving. Yes. And there's a screen in front of you, so it looks like you're right. flying Craziness through the space. while also whilst being whipped around. Correct. And then you can either be hard, then enough. either you can be the pilot, or you can be the gunner, or you could be some other role. Hard pass. I'm, I'm getting sick thinking about it. No, I, it looks like I it looks like I would not be comfortable at all. So there's another ride that that's also teased in this. Uh, so the, if you're in the Millennium Falcon, it's uh, the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. <laughs> so there's another ride that they preview called Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance, and this reminds me of the Spider-Man ride from Universal Studios, where you sit in like a little car vehicle and then. It whips you around. No, you're in a track. You're actually moving. You're actually moving. There's physical. Is there a screen in front of you, and then that whips Sometimes you around? Sometimes well? there's a screen. Sometimes there isn't. Josh, hard, hard pass. No. Yep. And then you see the Kylo Ren, and then you're like, hard, oh no, Kylo Ren. Hard pass. How are you hard passing on this? Hard pass. Who hurt you? Mm, roller coasters. <laughs> roller coasters hurt you? No, these kind of these these indoor thingies. I can't. Why? I like I I I just hate them so much. I don't mind like be like open air being whipped around. I don't mind the, like double the double shot. I don't care about falling, sure. you know, 100 feet whatever. It does none of that bothers me. Okay. But like you put a giant screen in front of me and then also whip me around. Mm-mm. Have you always been this way or are you just getting old now? No, dude. I, I mean, I went to Universal when I was uh 23. And hated it. like wow. It, it it was the first time that I was on those. I don't know how popular they were. I don't like sure, when sure. they started getting popular. But 2003 and like Laura went on uh, one of these rides with me. And we both hated it so much. It's a very I'm, uncomfortable. I'm feel. really I'm really sad to hear this. So uh, I'm looking at some details. I'm getting more. So there's going to be three roles for the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run ride. You're going to be a pilot, a gunner, or a flight engineer. Um, which is uh, okay. They say this similar to the star, uh, star tours. The ride itself appears to jostle around while a first person animated computer journey plays through the cockpit window. Uh, but this one, it looks like that, it, you know, just button mashing doesn't, doesn't actually help. Um, so like, wait, I have to, all right, I'm paying all this money to get into universal. Uh, no, this is Disney. Waiting, this Disney. Disney. Great. Whatever. Uh, I'm paying all this money. I'm waiting in a line. Even if I have a fast pass or whatever it's called, I'm waiting in a line. Sure. Uh, there's six people at a time, so I'm pr- presumably riding with people I don't know, and then I actually have to do shit too. Yeah, hard pass. 
Wow. It really hurts. Entertain me. I've paid all this money. This, well, is one ride where you have to do a little effort. Go, I, then go on another ride. That's, that's, one, that's one you know too what? many. You're not coming with me on, to Disney World. It's not happening, That's, for, that's for Cancel sure. the reservations. The Airbnb no, I'm never, is I'm, gone. I'm, I'm never going to Disney. I'm never taking my kids oh, to Disney. gosh. It's not happening. Not ever. That that's what a miserable way to spend a week. If, however, though, you are interested in this and you can't wait until 2019, you just want a taste of, of maybe something similar to this, maybe, maybe feel like... Hey, I, I, I want to know what it feels like just a little bit. Apparently, there are two iOS games that can kind of give you a little bit of a, a little of a tease for this. One of them is called Space Team, and the other is Ubisoft Star Trek Bridge Crew. Uh, so those are supposed to give you a little bit of a, of a preview of maybe what it could be like to be in the Millennium Falcon or fly around Star Wars. And I understand I say Falcon, you say Falcon, and that's fine, people. We can say, say this the way they say it in the movie. So we, can, we can say it either way. It's fine. No. No need to fight. Say it, the, say it the way they say it. How do they say it? Falcon. Do they all say Falcon? Yes. Uh, I say Falcon. Because that's the word. Listen, you can't say I'm saying the word wrong, but they're never like, oh, I'm not even going to ever go on the ride. Oh, no, that ride's not for me. No, no, no. I I can I can do both of those things. Well, I don't like it. <laughs> that's not. That's what it comes down to, Josh. <laughs> okay, but it's a, don't apply it's logic. A, I just don't like it. It's not a fine line. No, it's no, a no. pretty it's a pretty big hey, distinction. Hey, this is not I, this is not blurry hey, at all. I don't like it, okay? <laughs> don't feel like you have an authority over me. Like saying I can't say it no. versus saying you don't no, like I don't me like saying it. it. No. Right. Fair enough. And then you don't like it and it hurts my hurts my soul. <laughs> I can't believe that. I really thought that was a winner. I really thought it was a winner. Uh, I, I want to take one moment though, uh for the end of text perspective, and I, I just wanna I wanna bring up one article, which I'm sure I'm like the only person who who cares about this, but uh, listen, jailbreaking an iPhone was uh, one of my favorite pastimes. Uh, the, the moment I got, I think it was my iPhone four because I, I don't. Yeah, think it, it was it was great back on the iPhone six when you could still do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was something I, I really enjoyed doing. I, I really I took a lot of joy at it. Customized it. Remember when the Harlem Shake was popular and I made my phone do the Harlem Shake? Yeah, it was great, dude. I and and you taught me how to do it. And you only and you only bricked one phone hey, that I had. That to, was that your I had to fault. Super that I had to super repair. Your fault. Okay, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed jailbreaking yeah. a day of my life. And over the last couple of years, uh, just Apple's been closing the loopholes on it real quick. Uh, and uh, developers for for jailbreaking just have been few and far between. It's become incredibly hard to do this. Uh, and uh, when we all knew that jailbreaking was dead, the final nail in the coffin happened uh, last week, uh, and that is Cydia, which is uh, the basically jailbreak app, app store, app store yeah. is now shutting down its purchasing mechanisms uh, entirely. So you will no longer be able to pay for a tweak or for a theme or for an app, uh, basically taking away all incentives for any developers to work on this kind of platform at all. Uh, meaning that it is a it's officially dead. Can we just? I mean, if if we're gonna talk about this, um, I mean, you, you, your honor, he opened the door. <laughs> um, so, I mean, what this did really, um, was turn your iPhone into an open source platform, and with that came all kinds of issues, and not just security, but like. It became buggy like every Android phone you've ever used. Yeah. Right? We, 100%. Especially if you didn't too, know what you were doing. Too many apps really and tweaks. Yeah. Too many, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Things. Yeah. Right? So, like, unless unless you're straight Google, 
Uh, you know, as soon as you start applying skins and, and other sort of tweaks and things like that, you end sure. up widgets. Anything that's live, anything that's using resources that doesn't want to share, yeah. you end up with bugs. Mm-hmm. And this, like, that's ultimately the reason I bailed on it um, was is just like the respringing and full of bugs. Yeah. And it just it wasn't it wasn't worth it. Not, not, not when not when iOS natively got so good so fast and and that was the other part to the jailbreaking aspect of this a lot of things that that came from jailbreaking then became features main scene features of the iphone notification center yeah uh, the ability to go actually apps themselves the the, the widgets tap, yes tap revenge everyone remember tap tap revenge was like ddr for the iphone that was a jailbroken app first before the app store even existed and then it became well, something. Think, but they've also had the, so many other features and redesigns and 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 shortcuts that have been stolen and and then made part of the main stage of of iOS. So you you're you're saying you're saying stolen and then made part of the and that's that's not a hundred percent how. Like a lot of these uh, early uh, developers um, got gainful employment with big software companies that wanted them to create this stuff for iOS. That got officially licensed. Like it's not. This isn't just, you know, a bunch of hackers in a in a back room somewhere. Like some of them. I mean, the, a lot. Sure, Ryan but Petrich what I'm saying was is like the biggest jailbreak developer, right? And he had a lot of things that were main state jail. Like as soon as you jailbreak, you install about six of his tweaks, right? Mm-hmm. And then like the next year, Apple's like, oh hey, now this feature is just part of iOS. We're just like we had that as a jailbreaking feature. All right, fine, whatever. The next year, another thing, another thing. Like it would just be one of those. Oh, we've been doing that on ju- just like how Android people have been like, we did that for years. What, what I'm saying, CJ, is that the only way Apple gets that level of development is by hiring these people that are capable of doing it. Right. I get That's you. what I'm yeah. saying. So it, it just it becomes yes, we need that. Let's you know what? Let's buy it. Let's hire the people and buy sure. it. And now it's ours. So Cydia was launched uh, 10 years ago, uh, shortly after the first iPhone was broken. Uh, like I said, a lot of people are using it to do some really cool things, some nefarious things. Uh, I, I miss jailbreaking if I could do it again. Are they making their phones Harlem Shake? I, to- I totally would. Listen, it definitely came with its challenges, but when you were a pro at it, it was a it was a big, big upside to just being an Apple user and, and kind of being able to do this. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you cease being an it. Apple user when you did that. No, you don't. You do. You do. No. You do. You did. No. You do. No. We, we can't agree on anything today, can we? Nope. You're just oil and I'm water. I'm going to need you to take about 20% off there, CJ. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's not happening. All right. Uh, so now it's time to uh, look at the world of TV and movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. And I want to start with some streaming stuff right off the bat. Today, as we're recording Friday the 28th, Netflix has released Black Mirror Bandersnatch, which uh, just let 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 just let the title happen. Okay? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, is he not tied up filming like a new Sherlock or something? <laughs> is it sad that it took me like like a good like five seconds to ask what the hell you? I were... just they have a whole series about. Is he that interesting in real life? It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. That's not. Yes, it says Bandersnatch right here. I'm not making a Benedict Cumberbatch joke. Helps if I can speak. Yeah, it's Pumpernickel Bandersnatch. <laughs> no, that's not that's not how this works. That's uh Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Uh can only be about one man. He's a living man named Pumpernickel Bandersnatch. The reason why this episode is so uh important or just uh in, in the topic list is it is Netflix's first 
uh, live action interactive, uh, essentially movie with Black Mirror. So this way, this is the choose your own adventure episode of Black Mirror. To give you an idea of what they did for this episode, approximately five hours of footage was shot uh, with an average version taking about 90 minutes. So you can you can do this in 90 minutes. You can do it as short as 40. Uh, it gives you some easy choices. So you can choose like what cereal should the main character have for breakfast? Uh, there are five endings, uh, some multiple variations, but five main endings to it. Uh, and it allows you to kind of go ahead and explore uh, how you want to watch the episode. You can do it on game consoles, TV, Android, iPhone. As long as you've got a controller of some sort or some way to give it an input, uh, you're able to go ahead and to uh, kind of have an interactive experience with Black Mirror. I know a lot of people are are not into Black Mirror, and and, 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 and I'll give you a hint. Just don't watch the first episode first. And then if you really want to get into it, then you can watch the first episode, like maybe last. But uh, I'm excited to watch this. Today is Friday as we're recording this. I have not watched this yet, but I'm very excited to try this out. You're not a Black Mirror guy, are you, Josh? Um, no, I have not have not partaken in the Black Mirror. But um, if I so I sit down and I'm going to watch this sure. and there's going to be a point where it's like, OK, make a decision. So I I I text Gefilte Fitch Copperpot. <laughs> No. And he then No. Like he like riddles me these questions three. <laughs> no, that's not how that works, Tittle. And then I answer the questions three and either get launched off the bridge or <laughs> move on to the next part of the story. Uh no, you don't text Benedict slap you back uh any of those those things. You just come up and it says, All right, just just the thing. Left, right, press a button, go. It's not that hard. Remember <laughs> up, down, up, down, A B, A, B, select start. start. Yeah, Is yeah, do the economic just... code, see what happens. All right. But listen, I, I know I missed the left and the right. So I don't, that's I don't, all right. No one's no one's no one's I don't, fact checking. What's the, the, can you code. tell me what the significance of Bandersnatch is? Because I it I'm is having trouble. Sure, Bandersnatch is a MMO that that uh, one of the characters creates. It's called Bandersnatch because he's creating this like online fantasy world. It starts from a simple program, goes all the way up to like the Matrix Oasis like level of it. So it's just the name of the the the, the world is the name of the the, the program name of the game. Uh, I mean, if I'm bored enough, I might give it a peep. Yep. If you're bored enough, you may get that. I mean, for for you, that's as close to an endorsement as I could possibly get to. Oh, you're not helping your case. Like it's Black Mirror, dude. It, if if you're into Black Mirror, you don't need a star. You're in for Black Mirror. If you're not okay. into Black Mirror, then you're not into Black Mirror, and that's perfectly fine. I I'm not begrudging anybody for not being into Black Mirror. It is not for everybody. Uh, now, Josh. Continuing on the Netflix uh, Netflix train here, yeah. train plane automobile. I don't know what are automobiles. You? All right, yep. Continue on the Netflix automobile. That's a thing. Uh, you put in this article that Netflix has hundreds of secret categories that are hidden yep. from view. Yep. And here is the full list. So I'm curious, um, how to use this? How? Why should I use this? Can I use this on uh, Apple TV? And I mean, what's up? Y- nah, you should. You shouldn't really uh, unless like so if you're like me and you're a little crazy sometimes um, and you're like, you know what I really could go for is like a deep sea horror movie. Sure. We've all had that. I, I said nobody ever. Right. right? I yeah. understand that. Right. Right. But like, you know what I could go for is like what I really want. It's just martial arts, boxing, and wrestling. No other sports. 
just martial arts, boxing, and wrestling. Sure. I want a supernatural thriller. I want action and adventure directed by Richard Lester. <laughs> and that's all I want. And I want it right now. Each of these categories has an individual like genre code. Yes. Which is a little crazy. A critically acclaimed feel-good comedies from the 1980s is code 607. See, now that's a good, like... That's a good category. But, like, super, super specific. specific. Yes. That's great. British drama is based on a book from yeah. the 1980s. <laughs> critically acclaimed violent movies on Blu-ray. We're just reading the phone book right now, aren't we? But here's the thing. Sometimes you're like, you know what I really need? I need a campy horror movie right now. I gotta have it. I want, listen, I, I'm, it's date night. I want a quirky gay and lesbian drama. Yeah. That's what I want right now. I, sure. I, at first I was, this at, is, at first I was mocking you on this. This is really dude, dumb. It would be dumb if it wasn't so crazy specific. It's super specific, which also makes me really worried about what data Netflix has on me. Understated French language movies from the 1980s. Why? I want to know who is defined <laughs> understated. I have some guy at the Netflix. The people do not understand these film. That was my French accent. It wasn't very good. Visually striking, imaginative children and family movies. This is insane. Right? Uh, okay. So my understanding, reading this article, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is not available on streaming sticks, devices, and things it's a computer. You got to use a computer. You got to use a you browser. Probably, yeah, I, I see. There's no way. Yeah, this because there's just this the like the sorting file alone would be so massive. Yeah. Oh my god, this is insane. But browser plugins. But I'm really, but I'm really about it. Like when you get the little codes, so we talked about like six, seven, eight, and six, six, five, yeah. two. You, well, this gives you the codes, right. guys. Look in the show notes. This gives you the codes for the genre, and and all you have to do is type in this link and then move for the. The code, the code for that whole genre, right? And then you get steamy romantic comedy. I was three five eight zero zero. Yeah, I was totally ready to just shit on this. Going, this is dumb. No one ever used this. But now I'm looking at the list. And I'm like, this is pretty. The crazy thing is, if like if you're a movie buff, really, I mean, and we've discussed on this show a, a number of times how I will start something and be like, nope, I was wrong. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to watch this. I want to. You know what I know? You know what I want to do? I want to watch Matt Damon. I'm just not sure how I want to watch Matt Damon. <laughs> right. This gives you. And I will start three different Matt Damon movies yeah. until I'm like rounders. That's what I wanted this whole time. Wow. This is, I think for movie people, it's really, really cool. Yeah. So I, I put the article in just because I've, I've actually seen this. Like I've used this before. This came up a couple years ago sure. um, when all those plugins became very popular yes. and, and like going, uh, saying, Oh, I'm not from the United States. I'm from the UK. I, and I want the UK Netflix and I, all I need is a plugin to do that. That's kind of cool. This is just as cool. This is really interesting. All right. I'm going to deep dive into this. This, this is going to be my weekend now. Damn also, it. if you have, if you have one of those spoofers, um, I'm told these codes are universal. Oh, that's nice. So, I mean, look, uh, there so is you can watch available. comedies starring Jamie Foxx, but you get the UK list. Well, there's stuff there that we don't have. I get it. That's all I'm saying. That stuff, Australia, Canada, it's all, it's all, why is it so different, Netflix? It's not right. Can you name more countries since we already named a whole bunch of lists? Uh, final topic here for screen to stream. <laughs> and, and this was also you, Josh. Uh, 
There is a link here to the B-roll of Nicolas Cage recording lines for Into the Spider-Verse. The article says that he should win an Oscar just for the B-roll. I I say a SAG award. I want to go Oscar-wise. I go SAG. It's pretty funny. Uh, I I just like, yeah, I like any time you get B-roll. I think that's good stuff. Uh, And uh, I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, as did Brian. But Brian, you're not here, so I get to talk about it. I also don't think Nick Cage is showing up like I don't think he's standing in front of the mic wearing like a smoking jacket like he is here. Yeah. No, this this is clearly they just put a camera. They're like, hey, everybody, we're going to come in one day and uh, just record some like, you know. Yeah. Nick Cage comes in in like a T-shirt, like a Van Halen (laughs) T-shirt. You know what I mean? No, he comes in with a uh, (laughs) he comes in. No, he comes in with an O I eight one O I O O U eight. No, he comes in with a T-shirt with his own face on it. Like Con Air. It's got the and it says put the bunny down. Yeah, everybody, put the bunny down. Anyway, uh, it's great. It's just a little hilarious. Yeah, uh, just real quick, a non-official review. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was uh, spectacular, amazing, stupendous, just fantastic. All other adjectives that are all positive. Uh, really good. Really, really good. Uh, and I want more. And they left it open for a sequel, and I want really more. And I will let Brian, I will save the, the talk about Stanley's cameo. Uh, for when Brian comes back, because it, it's something special. Okay. But you may have already talked about it in the last episode, now that I think about it. Aqu- and Josh, if my understanding is also correct, I, I got a picture from you. You saw Aquaman. Sure did. Uh, me, Lauren, the kids, Aquamans in the theaters. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, I just, how was it? I'm just curious. I'm so, I need to hear your opinion on this, because I'm, I, I've been getting really mixed, been getting really mixed feelings from a lot of people. Um... What I saw was not good. Did you fall asleep? Uh, I fell asleep off and on for the entire movie. Is this like a DC I mean, thing with you? Do you fall asleep during any other movies? Uh, I did not. I only fell asleep at Wonder Woman. All right. And now Aquaman. Oh, I know. Ant-Man 2. Ant-Man. And Ant-Man. I fell asleep. Okay. Well, yeah. You've um, got a thing for Ant-Man. If the movie isn't good. Look, and here's here's the problem. It's just like Amber Heard. She's not. She's not very good. Um, uh, Jason Momoa. Uh, we knew he's not a great actor, and he wasn't. Um, Django Fett was okay. Um, Nicole Kidman, god awful. I mean, really, really terrible. I heard her action um, scene was really good. Willem Dafoe. Do I really need to expand upon that? Right. Also, um, uh, Dolph Lundgren, and then the guy that played. You know, the CIA guy in uh, A-Team. It's also in Watchmen, right? Yes. Yeah, he was. Thank you. Yes, that's a much better that's reference. a much better reference, actually. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, so every scene I saw was not good. Um, the kids so... loved it. Okay, all right. So that, that should be another indication that it's probably not very good. Um, Your kids have poor taste. Is that what I'm hearing? No, they're I'm kids. Just, I'm just messing with you. They don't fucking know from good. Sure. They're, they're children, right? They like. Teen Titans go and they like Steven Universe and they like the Whoa. fucking Don't you talk bad about Steven Universe. Stop. It's awful. Just they, the like, bits. they like they Just like the, the Thundermans. They like the Thundermans and they like Fuller House. You know what I mean? Uh, Fuller but, House. Okay. All right. right. All right. I got you. I so gotcha. I just okay. they're kids. They they like to be entertained. Sure. Um so I'm sure it was entertaining. Um it it wasn't very good at all. You know, Laura gave me shit and I'm like, uh, A list. Uh, my ticket was free. So. <laughs> well, at least you got that going for it. Right. Uh, uh, now, <clears throat> I do want to take a quick moment 
And I know I said I didn't have anything, but I I, I found something. So let, let this happen, listener. I want to quickly talk about the world of comics, how it's affecting TV, how it's affecting movies, but mostly how it's affecting DC Universe and how it's affecting Josh and Brian and Brian Rowan. It, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cave Talk. Brian, help me out. Cave Talk. Okay, so Brian Roman, Patreon supporter, executive producer Brian Roman, uh, sent us uh, a long message uh, about some frustrations that he has with uh, DC Universe, and and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start with this. <laughs> okay, so this shit is bugging me, and I'm curious how you guys feel about this. DC Universe's selection is changing soon, and then he proceeds to list everything leaving the DC Universe and everything coming to the, G- the DC Universe. On uh, January 1st, uh, and, and the adjustment happened for the new year. And the list is long. Because now, it's cool this stuff is being added, but I feel like if I'm paying a premium price for this, they shouldn't be removing stuff from a service when it's already on the light side. So where do you guys come down on taking stuff out? And he's having a little buyer's remorse for having bought a whole year already. So, Josh, you have the DC Universe. Uh, you guys were able to kind of chit chat a little bit back and forth about this. Well, what are your feelings and, and, and how, how can we avoid the buyer's remarks? My, my initial response was par for the course for streaming services. This is, I, I think we handled this on, on Facebook. We did. Yes. Back. Yes. As long as the content gets refreshed constantly, I'm okay. Don't expect to have an entire library at my fingertips for five bucks a month. Essentially. Now I said that I meant that Brian talked about Brian Thornton. I said, Brian. yeah, but Brian Roman. Different Brian. I didn't. Mm, Am I saying I, it wrong again? But I didn't say Brian. But Brian. Brian. Okay, fine. Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. One day. So, Brian hypothesizes they don't have the server space. Ah, uh, like okay, okay. I could see that. I could see that. I just didn't. I don't want to go down that road because I don't want to. That seems like a very small outfit that doesn't have server space to load. Right. This shit. Yeah. So, I uh, like. I get. I get Brian Roman's point. Um. I don't agree fully like it's almost it's almost as if like, like look, i need new content continuously and if there's older content um that needs to go fine I, i'm not for me like they took away some decent stuff yeah they did you know under the red hood in year one like th- just those two i'm like those should never leave right those should never leave there yep but they're they're putting some pretty cool shit on there so or have as of the time of you're listening to this but so like i get it i understand it i understand what brian said i understand what brian said uh maybe it's a combination of shit needs to get refreshed and maybe they don't have the server space we don't know um but look i'm paying five bucks a month dude like i've honestly like i've i've walked away from way more than five bucks just because it wasn't convenient like i've just gone you know what i'm not gonna return this i'm just gonna throw it away (laughs) <laughs> because I don't feel like going to the store. Right. And it was 20 bucks and I don't give a shit. So I'm just going to throw, I can't tell you that like the, the pile of phone cases that I never use or used or you know, that I just ordered and looked at them like, Oh, they're pretty trash because I don't want to dr- have to drive someplace to return something. Nope. Sure. So I, it's five bucks. I don't care. So you're on the sense of it. It can't be that. I mean, buyer's remorse isn't that strong. Because the cost of this was so low. But what it just about the fact that uh, it's already on the light side, the sense of it's exclusive to DC. It, the other thing is that these, this, this content, you're not binge watching. Like, you're not watching Under the Red Hood. 
today and then watching it again next month and then watching it again the month after that. These Yeah, the movies, no, but there's TV shows on here in different seasons. And, and you're not binge watching those either. Like if oh, if you were in the middle of watching it and it's fucking leaving, yeah, I wouldn't be that's what I I'm wouldn't saying. be happy about I would not be happy about that. You know that that's happening for to a sure. group of people. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be okay with that. That's an aspect of it I hadn't thought about. But like other other than that immediate inconvenience, I'd I'd be okay. This is very similar to me, just looking at the list, right, of things that leave Netflix, right, and then maybe go to Hulu, and then maybe go to Amazon Prime, and, like, it kind of makes the streaming rounds, like, it whores itself about for those those services. I'm not saying that these are going to go to another service, because DC's probably got a tight lock on this, uh, but, I mean, like, I understand why it happens, they just the algorithm saying people aren't watching this anymore or basically it'll also be a way to entice people to subscribe because watch something now because we may take it away. This is how Disney does it with, with the, with the, 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 the vault, right? The vault. They put things. When you look at these, when you look at these titles, a lot of these titles were the ones that we all said we were watching early. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense to rotate. Like in that case, we're probably moving on to new content and you know in that and when you when you talk about that you bring Brian's theory back in that they just want the server space that's it yeah so i mean Brian i don't think we really land either way it just kind of the price of admission and just the this is what streaming services do now this is the new normal this is just just sorry this this will happen uh i also think Ugh. it's to be more cliche can you be more cliche what? this is what happens this is the new normal what else do you want me to This is our reality. This is the world. This is the way the world is now. That's the way the cookie crumbles. And that's the way. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, it just is. And, but Josh also brings this up. I know you bought the year already, but it's so inexpensive, even for a whole year, as compared to how much it costs for a 15 months. 15 months for 75 bucks. Like, I mean, that's less than Amazon Prime for a whole year. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty inexpensive. It's a great investment. In a, it's the it's the most affordable streaming service with the biggest library for its cost. Like I mean, what what else is around five bucks? CBS All Access, yeah, which but, is dog uh, shit. Yeah. Which is dog shit. Yep. This makes sense to me. It just does. Like the buyer's remorse thing. No, and I. There are very few things. It's funny in in the years that we uh, Brian's been interacting with us and and we've hung out. There are very few things that. He and I don't see eye to eye on, and this we're just we're we're two separate. I'm fine with it. This is I'm fine with this. All of this to say, very simply, uh, DC. I need a dcuniverse.com slash that kind of nerd. <laughs> Come on, we're telling you. Listen, even though stuff is leaving, service is still good, still value, still there. I'm just saying, we should make it happen. Help us out, nerds. Make it happen, and you know how you can do that. Very easily. Just go on and share this episode with a friend, a family, a loved one, total stranger. Just text it to somebody randomly. I don't care. Just share it because sharing is the ultimate internet currency. And we thank you for your donation. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, Brian will be joining us. It should be the full house yet again. Uh, I want to thank you, listener, though, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. We will see you next week. We hope your holidays were awesome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't know, listener, if you've noticed, but Josh seems to have a, a tendency to uh, let the show that he's currently binging kind of overtake his perception of of what's going on in the world around him and relate when it you back. Watch, when you that. watch 57 episodes of something <laughs> in like 
a few days. Like, you know what I mean? Like a week and a half it, or whatever. Was it last week? Wasn't it something else? You were just, oh, it reminds me of that thing from that show I'm yeah, really watching. Yeah, because that's what happens. I, just, I mean, it just, look, I don't, I don't, I don't sleep a ton. There's that, <laughs> right? It's it's like, it's Christmas vacation. <laughs> right. Um, my my children uh, just want to play. Uh, they want to do hood rat stuff with their friends. You know what I mean? Right. They, like they can FaceTime now right. and they can text and they can play Fortnite and all this. And I'm over here going, I guess I'll just continue watching <laughs> Boardwalk Empire for the rest of my life. You know, and now I'm done with that. And right. I'm starting something else because that's what you do when you have a list, Brian. <laughs> you watch it. You watch it. Absolutely. I'm really curious. Uh, next next week when you're watching some other completely show, don't tell me what you're watching. I want to see if I can guess it from just like <laughs> the references you make throughout the week. I've 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 dropped several uh, Letter Kenny references in this episode thus far, yes. uh, and I don't feel like you've watched. It I have at not. All. No, right. So because these references, but I'm in the middle gold. of the Shield because you told me to watch the Shield, so I'm watching. Oh, the, the Shield. Shield's so good. But I'm not making references to the Shield. Also, the Shield is so old that if I start making references to it, people are like, "You just getting around and watching the Shield?" Okay, good stuff. Get to the van. I'm making this up, so whatever. We'll just go. <laughs> <laughs>